really short today um, because it's Christmas and I believe many of us want to go back to Christmas rice or pounded yam or whatever it is. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. <laughs> so last, uh, on Sunday, last week Sunday, Pastor um, was telling us, he said so many things to take from the birth of Jesus Christ. So many, so many to, things to take. And today I decided to take just one of them also. And in the next 15 minutes, I'll just try to unpack it a bit. Hallelujah. Father, bless the teaching of your word this morning. Let your word come forth with great power. Send your anointing that makes teaching and understanding, comprehension easy. And give us grace to do. As we leave this place today, let our hearts be lifted. Let us be stirred up to understand your birth and who you really are to us. As we go, we go knowing who we are and who you are to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. This is a very common, not common. If you say common, it's like it's too, <laughs> it's not common. <laughs> it's a very familiar scripture. Praise God. Let's start from verse 1, but my text is um, verse 6. Let's start from verse 1. It says, Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed, as when at first he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, and afterward more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, in Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Can you say glory to God? Hallelujah. Upon us, light has shined. Light has shined in our gloom, in our darkness, in the name of Jesus. Verse 3. It says, you have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. Can you give me this verse 3 in message? Give me in message translation and then we'll go back to, thank you. You populated the nation. You expanded its joy. Oh, they are so glad in your presence. Festival joy. The joy of a great celebration. Sharing rich gifts and warm greetings. Hallelujah. Verse 4. It says, For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder. The rod of his oppressor as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel for fire. Now, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, 
prince of peace. Verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Hallelujah. Praise God. When I read this scripture, it brings so many things to mind. Hallelujah. You know, verse 7 here, I'm going to go back to verse 6. But verse 7 began to um, talks about, you know, um, the government of the Lord Jesus Christ. I like the part where it begins to say, to order it, establish it with judgment and justice from that time forevermore. When we talk about the birth of Jesus Christ, it serves two purposes. The judgment of God and the mercy of God. Okay? God is a, is a, um, an impartial judge. So for, for sin will certainly be punished. Isn't it? Sin, our sins must be punished. And it is punished, I thank God for the birth of Jesus Christ. You know, some people said Jesus was not born on the 25th of December. But whether it's 25th or it's another day, Jesus was born. <laughs> so we choose 25th as our day of celebration. You know, I always tell people, I don't like my birthdays too early in the year. <laughs> so someone told me, just go to the court, swear affidavit and change your birthday. So I want to change my birthday next year. So we have sworn affidavit. And we have decided that Jesus was born 25th of December. You like it, you don't like it, it's our day of celebration. Hallelujah. So Jesus was born for that reason. For what? That our sins will certainly be punished. We have sinned and our sins should be punished. But God seeing that, he decided that he will punish it. He will punish our sins on Jesus. And so on the cross. So when I talk about the birth of Christ, I like to talk about the birth, the death, the burial, and the resurrection. So our, our sins were punished on Christ. That's the judgment. Now the mercy of God is that we should be punished. I am the one who sinned. So I should take responsibility for my sin. Isn't it? But the mercy of God says, okay, for me, step aside. Jesus Christ, be punished on her behalf. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 6. Amen. I have 10 minutes. And I'm going to talk in 10 minutes. Hallelujah. Verse 6. It says, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder. He's going to rule us. And his name will be called. I want to quickly go to what I have come to say today. I've come to tell you about the name of Jesus Christ. I've come to tell you what Jesus represents. You see, when there's a problem, I would, anyone who wants to profile a solution, or anyone in that situation who rules, we want to profile a solution. For example, if there's no light in this place, I will send for maybe an electrician, maybe torch, you know, to solve the problem. I won't be sending for Nanjing to come and cook when there's no light. Cook food will not solve our light problem. And so this is it. There was a problem. 
If you begin to read from verse 1, it, it was days of gloom. Probably that's where, we've been, where, where we are coming from. Days of gloom. Days of down, down feeling, down um, um, reaction and all that. And then God wanted a solution. And so he sent us his son. He says his son will come to us. You know, um, Isaiah 7 from verse 14 to 16 talks about a virgin. He says a virgin will give birth to a child. And his name will be called Emmanuel, God with us. And so God sent Jesus whose name is Emmanuel. You know, Matthew 1.23 says the same thing. He says that the word of Isaiah has been fulfilled, saying that a virgin will give birth to a child and that child will be called Emmanuel. Now, let me tell you, this name we are talking about does not just signify who he is, but also his character. It doesn't just say who you are when I call you Pastor DJ. It also tells us your character, the kind of person you are. And God said, no, please go back to um, verse 6. Um, I'm going to be using and just stay on that. He says, and his name will be called Wonderful. I pray that at the end of today's service, we will go with an understanding of who God is to us. Of who he is and of his character. So before he came, God was proffering a solution. And God said, you need somebody who will never leave you or forsake you. And so that was why God said to us, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he said, I will call him. His name will be called Wonderful. What's this month called? December is the month of what? Hallelujah. And God said to us, so you see that we are, we, we, we have a prophet. <laughs> we have a prophet that hears God. Hallelujah. And God said to us, he will be called wonderful. And I began to look, what does wonderful mean? It means extremely good. Extremely good. Marvelous. Splendid. Sweeted to excite amazement. Wonder and admiration. You know, have you seen a good person? I've seen some good people. Like me, I'm very good. Hallelujah. I don't know how, if you've seen a good, a real good person. You know, um, many times when we are celebrating pastor, we say pastor is But pastor is nothing. I don't know who you have seen that is a real good person. That person that will stand up for you at all times. That person that would ensure that you enjoy wonders at all times. But let me tell you, that person cannot be compared to wonderful. Bible says he will be called wonderful. My time is <laughs> My time is wonderful. Bible says he will be called counselor. <laughs> so let me just let me just run. You know, I believe when you go home, go and look at it properly because I will stick to my time. Hallelujah. He says um, he would be called what counselor. A counselor is one trained to give guidance, 
God is our counselor. Jesus came to show us the, the reality of the counselor. He came to show us who God is to us. That God is with us at all times. That God is our, um, what did you call it? Our wonderful. He's the one that provides and makes us enjoy wonders. Miraculous or not miraculous. But every time you enter a situation, God is there waiting to turn it around for your good. He's not just that. He's also your counselor. That's to say that he doesn't just give any kind of advice. You know the Bible says that if any of you lacks wisdom, it says ask him and he will give you without holding back. At every point, God is there as your wisdom. Can you say with me? Say I am wise. I have the mind of Christ. At every point, I know what to do and how to do it. Bible says, I will give you a word and a wisdom that no one will be able to resist you. That's who God is to you. That at every, like the source of Issachar, the Bible says, they had understanding of times that they knew what Israel ought to do. You are that person. God is to you a counselor. Anytime you get to that crossroad, just listen to God and he will tell you exactly where to go. You know, pastor always says, when God talks to you, he's very clear. He's very clear. When God talks to you, he's clear. Open your ears. May God give us eyes that see and ears that hear. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know in Colossians 2.3, he says, In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom. Every wisdom needed is in Christ. Hallelujah. He says, he is mighty God. That means he is powerful. He is strong. He is mighty. He's a divine hero. Hallelujah. Whenever you need might, he's there. Whenever you need strength, he's there for you. Hallelujah. God is always there for you as your mighty God. He says he's everlasting father. I like that one. Let me pause a bit. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, not too long ago, something happened, some time ago anyway, something happened with my children. My children were outside and their father was in the room sleeping. You know, we have a little compound in the house. And one of them just shouted, Daddy! And guess what? Daddy woke up, jumped out from his sleep. Hmm? He appeared where the children were, where he did not know where they were, but that daddy brought him up. My children did not say, oh, mayor, the good man, the, the husband to Fumi, the one who has some children. No. At the point they needed father, they called him Abba, father, and he showed up. God is your father. He will show up at the time you need him. The onus of fatherhood does not lie on the son, but on the father. That's to say, it doesn't really matter whether you are a good child or a bad child. It doesn't matter whether you pray early morning or you pray five times a day. It doesn't matter whether you take ten hours fast. It doesn't matter how you pray or you, the position you take or whether you put a cap on your head when you come to church or you don't. But your father was standing when you need him. He's our father. He's our father. 
He's an everlasting father. He's father who does not depend on health or debts. We say, okay, this my father has grown. He's now 70 years old. He's no longer, he can no longer stand in for me. Bible says he's everlasting. He's eternal. He's our everlasting father. He doesn't mind the time. In 10 years, he's your father. In 100 years, he remains your father. In 200 years, if the Lord tarries wherever you are, he remains father. Hallelujah. He's the prince of peace. Hallelujah. He's prince of peace. He's the one who removes all peace disturbing factors and secures your peace. It doesn't matter how it's going, but he makes it to come out for your peace. Hallelujah. My time is up. Glory to Jesus. Amen. As you leave this place today, and as you go into the year and into the week, like pastor has declared to us, as you go into our 2023, the year of the rain, may the Lord stand up for you. May he be father to you. May he be everlasting father to you. May he stand up as your prince of peace. May he show up when you need him as mighty God. May he show up as your counselor at every point when you need help. In the name of Jesus. And indeed, may he be wonderful to you. We give you praise, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God. We bless your name, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, because you will stand up for us at all times. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Please. Thank you. For the people of God to enter, step out of the nest, spread your wings and soar, surrender. Epignosis, concise knowledge.